It's never too early to learn that the government is a greedy piglet that suckles on a taxpayer's teat until they have sore, chapped nipples. If you let politics ruin, or rather control, your whole life, man, you're gonna be a miserable person. Straight up. And unfortunately, that's where we're at. A lot of people are consumed by this. And it's driving them crazy, and they hate their neighbors. Sad. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Underground for episode 101. Uh, due to some technical difficulties, there won't be any ISOs this week because <laughs> I had to completely reset my entire computer. Um, and I don't. We're know using why. a different app now, too. Uh, yes, we are uh, switching over to Streamlabs. So any sort of like weird stuff that might happen in uh, the next two episodes is solely just on the technical end because I got all this set up about. 45 minutes before we started the show. Uh, but, but don't worry, David's still a sexual tyrannosaurus, and I'm still Wild West pimp style. So, yes. You know, um, even though you don't hear it, it's always there. It, yeah, it's always in your heart. <laughs> exactly. Speaking of something great to keep in your heart is our value for value system. And we are, if you check at the show notes, you'll see a link for the Fountain Podcast app. It allows you to support creators through bitcoin satoshis etc but if you want to support us uh you can do the fountain podcast app or any podcasting 2.0 app which will be like podcast guru is a great app as well but specifically uh we're looking at the fountain podcast because you want to give them a little bit of info about what you know about that david <laughs> yeah so the app itself listening to it will get you satoshis which is pieces of bitcoin so by listening to different podcasts, whether that be ours or No Agenda or Mo Facts or just any like Rogan, anything you like to listen to, uh, you'll slowly earn Satoshis. And then you can either keep those Satoshis or you can return those as value to the shows that you're listening to. That's basically how it works. You can also add to your wallet. Fountain is the first app that I found that will let you directly donate through an app. Um, because most of the people who listen to our show, they're listening to it on uh, Apple Podcasts. Yep. So what we're saying is, is d ditch Apple Podcasts, get Fountain, start listening to all of your stuff on there, and then give us your satoshis. <laughs> yes, <laughs> so that's exactly. That's basically what I'm trying to say. And I, I believe there is a way. Like if you have other, if you have satoshis from other, um, other places, you can put them into your wallet mm -hmm. in uh, Fountain and then divvy those out. And so there's all sorts of cool stuff. It looks like there's a way to like leave comments uh, using Satoshis. And I have to dig a little bit further into the app, but it seems like it. what they are trying to do is make it a very interactive um, method for podcasts to in, like hear back from the people who are listening to them. Uh, because like I, we've always told you guys, if you're not downloading the episodes, I, I can't see who how many people are listening. And There's no really 100% way for any podcast to measure how many people are actually listening. Downloading is really your only it's the closest. Kinda, it's the closest way to yeah. get to it. Uh, yeah, but, they're, they're, for whatever reason, just the way that it's set up, you don't get number of listeners. Um, yes. And I think that just has to do with how open source the entire thing is. Mm -hmm. Because people are coming from so many different sources, it's not possible for them to just aggregate that that data it's not like it's all centralized on like youtube or something like that um so yeah download the app because obviously that's a great way for us to know uh the number of people who are listening to the show 
Um, one of our episodes was almost at 80 downloads the last time I checked for that Obi-Wan Kenobi episode. Um, and so, yeah, it's it's been really cool to, to see all of that. But, uh, yeah, if they, other than Fountain, Joseph, how else can they help support the show? So, yep, like I said, we use a value-for-value value system here, which means you can donate to us in the form of your time, talent, and treasure based off of whatever perceived value you think you're getting from us and so that you think we're providing you and so you just go to our show notes there you can click our direct.me link and our direct.me link will take you to our uh link just for everything so you'll see where you can listen to our podcast the rss feed you'll see our youtube channel our odyssey channel we're going to also work on getting our rumble channel added to that too and possibly a few other things but uh so our podcast our youtube our odyssey and you can go subscribe to us on YouTube. Make sure to like and comment, engage with us on there, on Odyssey, on TikTok, on Twitter, on Instagram. And we pretty much respond to the majority of everyone, depending on if time allows and depending on you know how many comments we have, too. But uh, we really do enjoy engaging with you guys. And we thank everyone for liking, commenting, even those who disagree with us um, that are respectful. Uh, and so... You can also click the PayPal donation link, and there you can set up a $1 reoccurring payment and leave a note, and we'll leave it, we will read it live on air as well. And so that's all we're asking for is a dollar because, you know, hopefully most people will have a dollar to spare, but if not, that's okay. You can support us again by subscribing to our YouTube channel, following us on Odyssey, on Rumble, on TikTok, on Twitter, on Instagram, and then sharing our podcast our YouTube videos and our TikTok and Instagram videos on your social media as well. And just by word of mouth, let people know it's really just a great way to get people to us. So yeah. Cool. Well, we're going to jump right into everything and, uh, I'm going to let you kind of lead on some of these. So, yep, let's do it. So I was, you know, already had this thought myself, uh, with potentially, you know, well, just kind of how we're seeing things in the media for a specific purpose, mind you. But, you know, violence can occur anytime, right? Regardless of if it's a mass shooting or whatever, it's just someone pulling a gun or just trying to harm you in any type of way. And I thought Mosh Torre great, gave a great answer on how to respond to unconstitutional edicts from the government to prevent you from being able to effectively uh, defend yourself and a right that you have as well. I don't want to support a business that's going to say you don't have the right to defend yourself in my business. And if I have to go there for business because I'm doing interviews or whatever, I got it on me. When I'm in Fox and Rupert Murdoch's building doing our good brother Lawrence B. Jones's show, I got it on me. When I'm in Lori Lightfoot City, right, in the South Side, having good dinner with Rhonda Ezell, who's a, who fought and beat two federal cases in Chicago, right, I got it on me. When I go to South Central where our good brother Nipsey Hussle was murdered in the slave state of California, I got it on me. No governmental body has jurisdiction over my person. And if you think you have jurisdiction over me, I will ask you how. What did I do for you? What do you do for me? It's, I'm like Bane. Remember when the guy said, I've given you a small fortune. And Bane said, 
and this gives you power over me somehow? You think that making an unconstitutional statute that is not in alignment with the supreme law of the land somehow gives you power over me? It doesn't. You can convince and trick everybody else, not me, bro. I got it on me. Yeah. Uh, I know quite a few people who generally go by that. Yep. Uh, I also know a lot of people who pretty much refuse to enter certain states um, solely because of how awful their uh, carry rights are. Yep, I'll drive around them. Uh, yeah, so I was going to look this up. Which is another good reason why I encourage people... Even with constitutional carry, get your concealed weapons license because it provides you more protection under the law. Even though it shouldn't, it does. Yeah, unfortunately, that's the case because you, if you conceal without, um, uh, you conceal carry without a license, and you get pulled over and they find the gun, you're gonna get in a lot of trouble. Yeah, unless um, you know constitution, constitutional. Oh, carry. yeah, which is is only like a handful of states right now. Thankfully, um, I'm in that state, but... Yes. Uh, I was going to pull up this reciprocity map. Um, I think we were talking, too, about... Before the show, um, I was reading a clip about how, like, sexual assault crimes, rapes, and stuff like that are... Uh, sexual violence crimes are up on the rise in New York and other cities and stuff. And I was like, I just want to see more women start to carry and tattooing men in the chest who try to <laughs> assault them like that, you know? Yeah, I just do properly be able to defend themselves, you know. I'm gonna I'm gonna put this in the show notes. So USCCA has like a really cool map uh, that that you can check out, and if you click on any of the states, it'll actually show you uh, reciprocity with concealed carry in those places, and also the laws um, in those places as well. Nice. So that'll be in the in the show notes, um, and you'll get. Like I said, it's so, for instance, like for North Carolina, there are about 11 states, most of which you would not be surprised by uh, that you just, you are not allowed to carry in. Uh, you'll see yellow states that say uh, yes with restrictions. Uh, most of those, I can't remember off the top of my head, but most of those, it's like, it's not that you can't carry. Yeah. Um, I think it ha it's just like you have to have your concealed carry if you're coming from another state. Yeah. Something like that. Um, Minnesota would be no. Yeah, which it's is so Minnesota. weird up in that up in that. But that's only for me. So like for you in North Dakota, actually, it's about the same. <laughs> Except Minnesota, like, yes, you can, you can carry in Minnesota. Okay. The, you can't carry in Chicago though. Yeah, nah, screw Illinois. And l let me just tell you, if I'm driving through Illinois, you better oh, nobody can though. Let's see. <laughs> like, listen, that's why I just avoid it because I ain't driving through Illinois. You know what I mean? Uh -huh. I ain't gonna get arrested by some dumb cop that's gonna, you know, put me in jail for nothing that's, you know, makes me an actual criminal. What's interesting, they didn't always have this. Puerto Rico's on that list now, but I imagine it's no for all of them. Uh, but it's cool because you can see stuff like the permits issues uh, issued, states honored. It's like forty-eight of fifty, which is is pretty good um, yep. for North Carolina. Um, and what is it for North Dakota? Do 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 do. Uh, 48,000. What did I say it was for North Carolina? 44? Yeah. And uh, then only 38. No. States honored. It's way higher. Permits issued oh, wow. is 814,000 <laughs> versus and then, yeah, I was uh, say, 48 in yours. 
and then only 38 states honor ours. What makes North Carolina? What? Come on. Yeah, I, I don't know, honestly. I, I would have to look Click into it North a little Carolina bit more. North Carolina again? Huh? Click North Carolina, North Carolina again. again. Yeah, go down there. I want to see the reciprocity. Okay, we have more states that um, we have 39. Y'all have 37. <laughs> yeah, because I can't do Minnesota. Yeah. Um, but everywhere, everywhere else, it's you know, if it's green or yellow, it's pretty much safe. So yeah, you guys can go in there. Like this is actually how I learned a lot about when I was uh, getting my concealed carry. Uh, USCCA has a lot of really good information about uh, different things that are legal in your state or in other states. And is this um, your insurance company? No, no, I have a different insurance okay. company because I liked what they were giving better. Mm-hmm. Um, where USCCA essentially gives you like a lump sum of money to deal mm-hmm. with that situation, and I have um, US Law Shield, and mm-hmm. they they basically will provide me a lawyer. Like as long as I'm in the right, they will provide me a lawyer until everything is finished. So like even if it went up to like the Supreme Court, mm. um, they would provide that. That's what you want, baby. Yeah, that's kind of well. That was what I was thinking. I was thinking too because uh, it. It was like, all right, well, USCCA probably like if they if USCCA had someone and their their case was going up that high, they'd probably step in, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I just I liked that US Law Shield was like, well, in your state or if you because it's like a add on thing, so you basically add on like the pieces of insurance that you want. So I got I got it for my state and the other fifty states, and I got. Um, I got something else with it too that I can't remember off the top of my head. I haven't looked at it in a while. You know, it's one of those things where it's like, you do it, you get what you need, and then you just don't look at it anymore. And I have yeah. the card, and if ever if ever something was to happen, I just give them a call. Yep. Uh, and they even said it. It was like when if you find yourself in a situation like that, they're like, call us, and then call the police. <laughs> yep. No, that's what people. You know, I'm glad you mentioned that because I went through this video. I listened to this entire close to hour long lecture from the, you know, half of it was from a uh, defense lawyer and then another half of it was from a, uh, you know, longtime cop detective. I don't know whatever his credentials were. Right. And basically it was never talked to the police until yeah. you have a lawyer. Yeah. Because again, they're what you think about your Miranda rights, right? Which is just going over the rights you have in the constitution anything you say can or will be used against you not for you yeah. but against you yeah and so just even things like that you know cops aren't necessary aren't there to prove you're innocent they're there to you know prove you know i would say seems like lately your guilt you know what i mean <laughs> yeah well yeah, do, they're, it, they're trying to figure uh, out what the a better way to put it is they're trying to figure out what happened but their predisposition is that you're not telling the truth, that you're, you know, a criminal or not a criminal, but you're you're guilty to some extent. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like something happened. Yeah, and, and there was even a case, I think it was in New York, where a dude got sent to Rikers for defending himself. It wasn't yep. even a firearm situation. Guy nope, jumped just over, with a knife. Yeah, jumped over the counter. He killed the guy, and the dude who was defending himself ended up in prison. And then the, did we talk about that last week? I can't even remember now if, if it, it I, all of the information gets so uh, muddled in my brain about whether we talked about it or I just heard about it and we haven't talked about it yet. Um, but I guess the mayor, um, the, the cracker guy, 
Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, he he like lowered the bail because the bail was something crazy like two hundred thousand dollars, and then he was like, "Well, I'll be nice," and he lowered it to like twenty, and it was like, "Dude, why aren't you?" <laughs> he shouldn't even be. Yeah, he, he shouldn't, shouldn't even be, be a in dollar. jail. So You're missing and, the point, bro. Yeah, it goes back to that again, where it's it's like. I, I generally agree with Maj, um, but a lot of the states, like, I just would rather not go to. Yep. Yeah, I'm just not going to go to. I, I don't really have any reason to go to New York, California, New Jersey. I mean, like, Hawaii, yes, but flying with a firearm is already so annoying um, mm-hmm. that I'm kind of like, I might make an exception for Hawaii if it was, like, beach vacation or something like that. But I yeah. probably can't go there anyway because they have really strict row Rona law. I can't even say row anymore because it means something else. Um, uh, Rona laws, um, or Mm -hmm. not laws, uh, you know, restrictions and whatnot. So yeah, it's it's kind of ridiculous how um, all of this has kind of played out, and these states just they just don't understand. And Lori Lightfoot's out there acting like uh, the same way the the governor of of New York, like we were talking about last week, and all the restrictions there. Um. They just don't get it. They no. they have no clue. They they and it's it, it it's baffling to me because I still at times cannot figure out if they're intentionally acting this way or if they're just that stupid on occasion. Where she's like probably both. Yeah, she's like I don't need to know the numbers. It's like I, I could you imagine if we were to talk like if you and I or just one of us, we were talking to someone who was like anti-gun mm-hmm. and we were just like, we don't need to know the numbers <laughs> to them. It's, it doesn't matter. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, I know exactly what you mean. It's it, ridiculous, man. It, yeah. All right, so uh, what's going on with this next uh, clip? Oh, yeah, so this next clip is, what's her name? The uh, Glass. Kim Glass, who's an Olympic medalist, was brutally attacked by a homeless man in Los Angeles. Not only that, but a NASCAR driver was just stabbed to death by at a gas station in Los Angeles as well. And uh, what was his name? NASCAR. Newsome and all his freedom over there. NASCAR get f- driver. Freedom to get stabbed by stabbed a homeless person. Yeah. Uh, yep, Bobby E. stabbed to death in California, and it was a, another in Westminster, California. He was huh. 37 years old. It was at a gas station. It was by another homeless man. And, re- you know, really is probably someone. Did. Be- yeah, like uh, on drugs. Um, and so uh, this lady was also attacked by a homeless man in Los Angeles, California, after having lunch with friends. She says homeless man had some sort of metal pipe and. You know, there's been a lot of random acts of violence. There's also this uh, young lady who uh, worked at a high-end luxury furniture store, and oh, she was killed. I remember that one. And I think it was close to UCLA. Yeah. And so all this stuff is becoming a lot more common than had been. And just what I'm telling people is get a weapon to defend yourself yeah it's it was, the best way like these once <laughs> once someone has decided to do this they're generally speaking 99.9 percent of the time not going to stop just like the sexual violent crimes on the rise women like to generally speaking nine times out of men, nine times out of ten a man's going to be stronger than you and if he or you know wants to do those sorts of things to you and he's already at that point 
he's going to try and do them. And, you know, if you have a, if you pull out a gun versus a taser or a knife, you know, that's going to be a lot more effective. It's the best way to defend yourself because you still have to hit the person with the knife and it's, you know, it's, you still have to get right up next to them. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I mean, and there's no guarantee. Yeah. Whereas with a gun, there's, you have a, your odds are better. Yeah. Specifically, if, if you're not familiar with firearms, I'd recommend getting a revolver first and learning on a revolver and then once you you know get comfortable with it then you can graduate up to an automatic and you can learn once you're training going to gun ranges you know with people who know what they're doing and you know can teach you hey this is what you do when your automatic weapon you hey, know hey i think you mean a semi-auto yeah yeah semi-auto yeah Sorry. it's okay <laughs> yeah. uh is, i guess you know I meant, man like when your clip uh I, the only yeah, advice that I ever jams. give people when they're choosing stuff is like, go test stuff out, whatever feels most comfortable, use that. Yep. Cause I'd recommend that. I, I think most people, though, the problem is, is that, for, you know, the misfire jam rate of a, what's this? I can't remember the term I'm looking for, of a revolver is virtually non-existent, whereas with a semi-automatic, you know, it's, it's higher. And so with I someone who's I not, I guess, but that like nowadays, man, like that's so that happens, number. Man. Yeah, it, it's, it happens, but it's so low. Plus you're going to know how to fix a jam anyway. If you're learning how to use, you like, are like, I was just saying, if you're like in a need of one, like right away, um, <laughs> want to get one, I would say revolver, you know, would work, go get you one. And then once you get more comfortable, that's just my recommendation. That's just from what, you know, not my own, ex- not only my own experience, but also talking to other people who are way more experienced than I am in the military and stuff like that as well. I, but yeah, I mean, whatever I guess, you're comfortable with. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I get the practicality behind it, but I'd still rather have something with 15 rounds than six. Yeah, like, like especially, both, especially because like you get you get six, and depending on how good you are like cuz you you have to you have to factor in especially in an actual self defense situation mm-hmm. like nerves right so mm-hmm. you might miss a couple times or you might not hit where you're planning to and so it just i don't know i just in that's why i just tell people it's like like you want something that's going to have like that's small but it's also going to have the most damage that you can do in a single magazine. Yeah. No, I get that. There are definitely people out there like that. You know, really, it's just. And if you're cleaning, right? like, if you buy a Glock, for instance, like a cigarette Glock, and you're taking it to the range and you're cleaning it regularly, you're really not going to have a problem with jams. Especially if you, like, you have to figure out, like, the ammunition too. Um, like, there's some really crappy ammunition out there. And if you buy that stuff, you're going to have problems. Mm-hmm. Um, I've seen that, um, and then I've seen man, I've seen people who like I've gone to the range with people where they're they've bought firearms that don't work well for them, mm-hmm. and they're like rubbing their hands raw because of the the way. And some of it is just the way people hold their their uh, their firearms. Mm-hmm. Um, but you, yeah, you gotta <laughs> you gotta find the thing that's like the the most comfortable for you. Yeah, because if you're not comfortable with it. And again, like that's why with like revolvers, like I just never would use one for for that like carry self defense. Like practically, like I just rather, like I said, I'd rather have 
15 rounds. Like what I want the thing I one of that. one of the things I want to get for like home defense is a 15 round 45. Yeah, I get that. That was just my most of the time when I hear people recommend the revolver it's for if you're not that experienced, you know, hey, if I aim, it's going to shoot. I don't have to worry about anything. And generally speaking, <laughs> yeah, you're right I, on the semi-auto. I get that. But <laughs> there is a fail rate to a semi-auto versus it's essentially none with a revolver for a reason. But again, it's whatever you're comfortable with. Yeah, I'm I, more like, like you, David, to where I'm like, okay, I'm going to try and get something that has, you know, holds the most as possible. That way, if I find myself yeah. in that position and the nerves and things are going, I don't have to worry about reloading if you know, I missed quite a few shots. You know yeah. what I mean? Well, that's why I like the... the but you really same, shouldn't at the same time. You really shouldn't go through... You shouldn't be missing six or seven, eight, nine shots. You know, or, well, six right. shots well, in a row. But well, things thing, happen. Yeah, and, and re- like, you gotta... The the revolver, for instance, you have to... um, You have to consider, because, like, you're pulling... And I know we're getting into some technical details mm-hmm. with this. Um, Not all and, of them, and, though, now. What? No, not like you're 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 dr- you're drawing, not pulling the yeah. hammer back. Like you're yeah, dr- okay. you're drawing that out. Um, the yeah, the, you you want one though with like you you definitely don't want to be concealed carrying a, a a revolver that doesn't have uh what is it the two um it's oh, shoot the technical term for it slipping my mind but essentially it has the cock back and then the actual shot. Like you yep. don't want to be concealed carrying something that doesn't have that because you will shoot yourself in the leg. Yeah, that's the same reason why like a Glock has uh, a safety mechanism on it. Yep. And if that doesn't get pulled, like you don't need it, need it, but there are there are safety functions for uh regular like I just I'll call it a regular pistol, but like a semi-auto pistol mm-hmm. that is better for concealed carry. Yeah. Um. And I think if she was carrying something situation would have turned out a lot different you know yeah well yeah but she's in la right so it's like and unless you're you're military or you have special permission because you're a cop or you're uh what's the other one the security like you're um paid security yeah you're not and i'm telling you man like even i guarantee you with like paid security in particular i bet they pay the state of california a lot of money oh yeah you know they do I did hear, though, um, or I did read, when I say here, I did read quite a few articles where the L.A. sheriff um, or chief or whoever it was was basically trying to, you know, giving out concealed carries like candy because yeah, of they need to be. just the, the rise of crime there and uh, I, because of how much they're getting defunded. Uh, I'm surprised that it hasn't, that has not been more of a thing in some of these areas um, and that some of these two a groups haven't pushed even harder for that. I know it's, mm-hmm. it's changing in some places, but man, it's, yeah, it's, it's insane that you've got all these people who are dying and it's like, well, you know, they could have protected themselves if you allowed them to. Um, but the, the laws are really rough in those places too. Like you can't have a magazine that's, mm-hmm. that's over 10 rounds. Yep. So it doesn't matter what kind of firearm it is, whether it's your AR, you know, any kind of pistol um yeah it's it's, it's pretty rough anyway let's play this clip <laughs> yeah let's do it lunch. as i was leaving lunch i was outside and i was saying goodbye to a friend and um this homeless man ran up um he had something in his hand on he was on the side of the car in the street 
and he just like looked at me with some pretty hateful eyes. And um, as I turned to go tell my friend, I think something's like wrong with him and I think he's gonna hit the car. Before I knew it, a big metal bolt like pipe hit me and hit me right here, here. I just, it happened so fast. He literally flung it from the street lunch as I was leaving lunch. Yeah, so I mean, it's. Yep. <laughs> I uh, I I I was uh, headed to work. This is either Friday or Saturday, and uh, mom, uh, I like, uh, I was like getting in my car. I'm like ready to leave, and I was like, oh crap. And I I like walk back inside, and my mom looks at me and she goes, "What'd you forget?" I was like, "My gun." <laughs> <laughs> yep. Because dude, especially so in uh the part of Asheville that I work in, there's a lot of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I've gotten behind some like really sketchy vehicles before uh, in like dark areas. And I'm just I'm just like, nope, not got to uh, always be ready. Yep. Uh, but I yeah, I'm being I'm I'm being vague on on purpose because I don't carry in work yet, but it's coming. Yeah, um, I have to I have to do a couple things first because I just don't. Yeah, it's like Maj was saying. It's like I don't I really don't care what the, the rules are. It's like you know get if i get fired over something or like disciplined because of something it's like well i'm alive yeah right so there's that and uh yeah, and that's how you have to look at it you know yep it's like so, just like that guy carrying in the mall he legally owned a gun and you know prevented you know more people from dying than the three that did yep yeah, because someone was say. actually there to defend them. And it's like, what? T- and, you know, even thinking about that story, it goes back to that thing again where it's like, you still can't, that cannot be what, in the same way you can't rely on police, you can't rely on someone else yep. defending you. You have to rely on yourself. Yeah. Your, your odds are still better if you're the one uh, doing it. It's just what it comes oh, down yeah. to. Anyway, um, this I thought this this story kind of fell into that as well. Um, there was a woman named I, I might mispronounce her name Arabella Foss Yarborough. Uh, she survived a shooting from uh, Andrew T- uh, Teckel Sundberg, um, who shot multiple rounds into her apartment where mm-hmm. her and her two kids were like huddled down, and BLM decided to come out and. Uh, have a protest slash memorial uh, for the guy who got killed. Who was? I, I'm not. I, I the story. Squad snipers. I yeah, say. yeah. Yeah. Um, the story's a little weird. Um, because I don't know if his intent was specifically to harm her or if there was something else going do- going on in that area. Yeah. Um. I I've gotten. I, I've seen where it said like he was specifically threatening her life and her children's life, um, and, and ultimately it doesn't really matter because the guy was um, uh, try, could have uh, harmed her family, and mm-hmm. this is just a little bit of a, a clip from the scene. Um, I would argue did harm their family, even though he didn't hit them with any. Oh yeah, absolutely, bullets, you know? and, and, and that's what she said. What I'm saying, what I'm I'm saying is, is I don't I know, know if he mean, was though. specifically targeting her. And her right. family, or if they were uh, bystanders who happened to be in that situation, just yeah. unaware of that. And you my idols because you guys are celebrating his life. It was a terror. I'm sure it was a this terror. Is not going. okay. Not okay. You're alive. Shut up. You guys need to just let it go. Grief in silence. 
It's interesting that that dude says to her, his family wishes this wouldn't have happened. Yeah. Like, well, yeah, well, maybe he shouldn't have been. <laughs> you know what and, I'm saying? Yeah, and I saw it's a pic- like it's it's not a it's not a difficult concept. I think one of the things I'm I'm becoming. I think there's reasons been like, hey, we need to change different parts of culture, right? That's one of our hopes, you know, from our our podcast is like, hey politics is downstream from the culture right but it's never like the things that happened in my past is never an excuse for me to repeat them onto others you know what i mean exactly and so i there's this cycle going on to where it seems like other people are given more sympathy due to their upbringing or whatnot and and in a sense i think there is an extent to where it provides more understanding and what led them to a situation but doesn't justify or mean that you know, again, I'm speaking generally here because uh, there's nuance to every case and every decision, but it just seems to be being used as a way to um, prevent someone to experiencing the consequences of their actions and, and even to the extent of justice, right? Yeah, so the the fact that they were out there protesting this guy who, and from, from her words, it sounds like he was specifically targeting them. Mm-hmm. Um, he gets killed by the police in a massive standoff, dude. I think it, they said it's somewhere between like four and six hours mm-hmm. um, that that was going on. And they're out here, I, I guess, it's like pr- police brutality. And I'm like, well, yeah, you know, in a situation like this, if like the community had been armed, the, the police wouldn't have ever had to get involved. Yeah. In fact, and that guy even, may ne- may never have actually come around or gotten himself into that kind of situation because yeah. the chance he you know even for for people who are kind of crazy or people who are trying to start stuff, they think that their life is on going to be that much on the line because of it. Uh, there's a chance that they're probably not going to do it. Um, yeah. And so yeah, it's really weird. And then there's a guy like yelling at her, like she's like, "I have bullet holes in my house," but the guy's like, "But not in you." And it's like, dude. This is why no one likes (laughs) y'all. Exactly. That's exactly right. Why majority of people don't like them anymore. Yeah. And And it just, it's so ass asinine and cold hearted to say that. Absolutely, dude. And and even these people who are, they're almost like, they're like trying to calm her down or act as if like, oh no, we understand. It's like, no, you don't. Like you clearly don't, or you wouldn't, you wouldn't be out. Like if you did and and dude, this goes back. This is like, it's not the exact same thing, but this, this reminds me of that situation that was going on. I think last year where the guy, uh, was in jail and was about to be, uh, put to death on death row for the murder of like two or three people that he set on fire. He like shot them and then set them on fire in a car. Mm -hmm. Do you remember the situation? Yep. It was actually. Two it was two, was it just two say, people um, on like a youth trip or something like that or some ministry event yeah and this guy um went to jail he found Christ um as far as we know 
right? right. I, I don't. I, I mean, I don't want to like take away from it if it it is true, but like this is all reported, not necessarily yeah. what we would know for sure. Um, and all of these people were like, "Well, you need to let him out of jail." And it's like, y'all, his past actions. It's like just just because this thing has changed in him now doesn't negate his past actions. Mm-hmm. And again. It's a it's state issue. It's not a his his like Christian his now new Christian beliefs, right? Um, yep. If true, awesome. But there is still consequences for the actions of the things that he chose to do in his life. Yep, in the past, right? And it's for all of us that happens, right? There are some sins that you know we do that affect us later on in life that we don't realize because we don't understand the extent and the you know how deep sin goes within us. And so I think this idea that Christians tend to have that grace and forgiveness means an absence of justice, right? Consequ- yeah. And we can label that as consequence is the main reason why I know from a lot of people who, uh, uh, one particular buddy of mine who is now a Christian wasn't for so long is because of the concept of grace and forgiveness that Christians had not a biblical concept mind you but this idea that everyone should essentially be able to get away scot free yeah now, you, and that's just putting it very loosely for and time's it's, sake you know what i mean it's it's tough to in 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 one instance um because obviously we have major problems with the state but mm-hmm. it's it's when it comes to you committed a crime, um, the a violent con- crime, a violent crime. You murdered two people. Um, you don't just get away scot free for something like that. Like yep. in any society, at that time of that happening, you would not have had uh, a good rest of your life for one reason or another yeah. and people um, like to bring up paul and it's like dude, it's not well, realize it took it took god revealing himself yeah to, it's also to, not to specifically letting the disciples know hey paul is good yeah. right <laughs> it's, it's also not exactly the same thing because a lot of the people who were doing that to christians at the time had the state backing yeah so he was scot-free no matter what him murdering someone or um because technically, he had other people do it, correct? Is that right? He he I wasn't. Don't know. I can't. I, I I think he. I mean, he would still be the vehicle. It'd be like right, me he's, riding riding on you, but the cops arresting you. Yeah, you know exactly. What I mean? So I would I would put it as if it's like it's like Joe Biden isn't the one pushing the button on the drones, but he's the one who's in charge of the military. So the actions do reflect on him, and yes. it's it's similar in the sense because I believe what Paul was doing is he would incite the the crowds. Mm-hmm. And, and and someone can obviously like tell me if I'm wrong, but this is always the way I've I've pretty much interpreted it. That it wasn't like he wasn't a murderer because he was the one actually committing the actions. He mm-hmm. had uh, he knew that he had the ability to cause other people to stone someone like Stephen. Right. Well, then also arresting, you know, getting the men, women, and children uh, yes. arrested and yes. stuff like that. Yeah, exactly. And so no, I think I think that's you know right on the money and in this situation and so it's it's you know we uh, and this is why i always have to like remind people when we when especially when it comes to these like christian conversations that's like the world doesn't work the same exact way that it did uh in the early church yeah no exactly and i think like even going to the point of you know with paul it's not a 
still a fair comparison in the extent of even if it even if it wasn't oh, no. state, even if it was just Paul, right? It's like it still took the disciples didn't trust Paul. It took God revealing Himself to them to let them know, and and not even just and, one time. I think yeah, multiple times. You gotta to let them know, like, hey, Paul, he's good to go. You gotta ask yourself too if. Because this is the thing that kind of gets forgotten when uh, the disciples and Paul and a lot of these people are brought up. Their humanity seems to be forgotten a lot of the time. Yes. And so you got to wonder if there still wasn't a part of, maybe not all of them, right? But if there wasn't a part of some of those groups of people like in the Christian communities at the time that weren't still a little suspicious of him Mm -hmm. for like the rest of his life. Yeah. Because... And maybe that did fade over time, like from pretty much everyone. Probably like did it, fade at over some time. at some point. You know, they were like, "Well, clearly he's been this, um, this committed for this long. Like there must have been like a real change there." But people kind of forget that it, it it's yeah. you know you remember it, it, this is the same stuff that it's like the the reason that I think about this stuff and like Mark Driscoll comes to mind a little bit. Not obviously not in the exact same way, but that dude uh, did a lot of awful things. He left his church or got kicked out. I can't remember exactly which one it was, but he he was he was removed one way or the other. Disappeared for like maybe a year and then popped back up I, I think in either in Nevada, Arizona, was Phoenix, that Arizona? Phoenix, Arizona. Yeah, yeah, and and started like this brand new church and it was Tucson. like, "Oh, I'm all better now." And I'm like, "Bro, yeah. it's like take some time." Really? And that's what I mean. Yeah. It's like when someone says you know, I'm sorry that they're repenting of something, especially something more heinous, right? A more, you know, more heinous and more of a, a sin that was a pattern in their life. Uh, or if it was just a one-time instantaneous, like really heinous sin, yeah. it's, you know, waiting to see, okay, are they really repentant? Time's going to have to pass, right? And it still doesn't mean there's not a consequence, you know, from those actions. And I think that's where a lot of Christians get it wrong is they have this idea that, uh, grace means an absence of consequences and it doesn't that's not it that's not at all what it means yeah yeah so. and it, that that's st- that stuff in um in that that guy's life who who you know killed those two people and um burned him in a car all it just was it's shocking to me that there were so many people that were coming out being like well they should let him out of jail now yeah it, it's just like i don't think y- you understand the reality of the world yeah <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I I just don't. It was baffling to me as well. I think you know. I don't remember the extent of the case that the family was like. No, you know, of the one that was, you know, the victim's family. They were like, yeah, we believe him. You know, so on and so forth. But even then, again, guys, it's, well, it's not of, like he was unjustly put to death. You well, know what and, I mean? and that's the thing is like the the same. This is the the problem that that comes up is that the same Christians who will push for justice, 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 right? They want exceptions for certain people. Yeah, it's not only that. Typically, the same Christians will, you know, there will be pro-abortion, right? They'll be uh, against the two A to yeah. prevent people from protecting their life, right? right? It's just the inconsistencies are inconceivable, David. It, it doesn't yeah, it doesn't make a lot of sense most of the time cuz it's like, well, you know, and and you have these conversations with people cuz I even have with like some some conservative people too about like cops and yep. a, a lot of a lot of that stuff too where it's just like who you protect yourself. Why are you trying to rely on the police too, right? And and it, but you're right. I think with 
the more like progressive side of whether we're talking Christian or not, uh, they have this tendency to be like, uh, no, we, you know, you can't, two A is terrible, all these sorts of things. And then it's like, well, who's supposed to protect you? Well, the police. So the same police that you wanted either defunded or gone from your cities. Well, yeah, yeah. it's like <laughs> the same police that you wanted defunded and gone from your cities because of, you know, their aggression. Right. Exactly. And and that's the thing is it, what's so frustrating is it, the most frustrating thing to me um, about kind of being in this like ANCAP libertarian Christian muddled mess of, mm-hmm. uh, you know, stuff is that there, there are like moments where it like pisses me off that I agree either with like the liberal liberals or conservatives yeah. on an issue because I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, you're actually right about that. And then they just take it too far. Yes. Where. It's like, oh, well, we don't want the police around anymore. It's like, oh, okay, I and I understand your reasonings why, but then you've got like the, well, we also don't want the Second Amendment. Like, you can't have a firearm, or you can't have a firearm with more than, uh, you know, uh, ten rounds or whatever. And you're like, y'all really don't get it, do you? You know, and it happens on the conservative side too, where it's like they got the two A thing, but then they're like, well, you should go to jail or be arrested for all of these different things or executed for these yeah, different for, things for uh being a drug dealer or something. yeah and i'm just like <sighs> maybe even said drug user and, so, and yeah. what it really comes down to is like neither side really believes in bodily autonomy yeah. they don't really i don't think for the most part they really believe in like full-on self-defense um you're it's all, always self-defense with restrictions because uh, yeah. people will bring up on the right. Well, we don't want people to have nukes. I'm like, bro, nobody's going to have a nuke. You know how expensive it is to A, buy one, B, to maintain right. one. It's like no one has that money. You know, and it's not. It's, it's, it's not, like, well, what about rocket launchers? What about grenades? And it's like, like, what are they going to like? What are they going to use them for? Right. Like a society in general is better off when it functions well. Mm-hmm. And if you have a guy going around with a rocket launcher trying to like blow people up with it like that guy's probably gonna end up dead yeah because everyone's gonna go like this guy is a nuisance like that that's what happened like uh, that's what happens and and yeah you're right like to in order to like buy a rocket launcher and maintain all of that i mean more you're almost like more likely to have that that dude blow himself up for lack of understanding with that thing than anything else yeah um yeah it's it's yeah and People tend to forget that a lot of the because the same thing comes down when it's like companies. Oh well, what about monopolies? It's like well, monopolies really only happen because of the government in the first place. Yeah. Um, and if if exactly if someone has a and I guess it depends on what you're talking about, but in a lot of cases, if someone has a monopoly on a crappy product, people just aren't going to buy it anyway. They're going to find a yep. way around it. Like it's just Speaking it's not it's not as simple as you know people make it out of, to be of a crappy product. Oh geez, do I have to play this? No, you don't. But if uh, you want to go and hear this uh, nice jingle I found today on COVID, uh, I only oh. found it because I actually was thinking I saw this clip that we're going to get into next from Luke, oh. uh, part of uh, Tim Pool's podcast. Yeah, Luke, Luke Radowski. Rudida- yeah, say it for me. Yeah. Radowski. Radowski. Yeah. Uh, and I was thinking, you know what would be funny is uh, they're bringing COVID back, and I started singing that tune. I'm like, I wonder. I feel like someone's already made that, and I'm like, no. I'm gonna give this can't I, be what it's from. I'm gonna do like ten seconds just so people get a taste for it, and that's okay. it, because that's about all I can take. You're bringing COVID back. Yeah. Keep spreading variants, cause you won't back. Yeah. Yep, that's it. 
It's it's not great. It's about dude, so dumb, dude. So, I mean, I'm sorry. That was a dumb decision to make this video because it is not aging well at all. Oof. BA five is coming to get us, David. Just yeah, the ninja variant. Yeah, Love that stuff. Variant. We'll probably talk about that next week. Uh, all right, but here's this this clip by, from Luke. Yeah. Many Americans are under-vaccinated, meaning they are not up to date on their COVID-19 vaccines. Not all people over the age of 50 have received their first booster dose. Of those who received their first booster dose, only 28% of those over 50 have received a second booster dose. And of those over the age of 65, only 34% have received their second booster dose. So my message right now is very simple. It's essential that these Americans, as Dr. Shah said, get their second booster shot right away. I've already had COVID twice, lady. Well, probably twice. Definitely the second time. Just because, you know, wanted to get that uh, work excuse and not have to use any <laughs> of my sick leave, so I got tested. But maybe I didn't have it because my wife tested positive. She had all the symptoms that I did. But anyway, point being, you can forget about it, lady. Yeah, it's really weird, right, too. She's like, been long, wrong so many times. Yeah. And they're not even, like, talking about the people who aren't vaccinated anymore. Like, I've thought about it. It's like, all right, so let's just hypothetically say they decided to go full authoritarian and were basically forcing people to do this. Mm-hmm. Like, you were basically going to become a despot if you didn't, in the United States, like, if you didn't take uh, the shots on a regular basis. Like, would I have to to take, like, five or six in the course of, like, a couple months it's crazy right? because I've never have, or is it like an updated thing where it's like, oh, here's just one. Like yep. I don't, I don't understand it. If you get the newer vaccinations, you're good, right? Is basically what you're saying. It's like, hey, if I got the the latest, you know, vaccine 2.0 or or whatever we're at now, like 4.0, because uh, the yeah. fourth booster shot, which isn't well, a booster, by the way, people, it's just another vaccine shot. They're just calling it a booster for marketing purposes because the inventory is getting low. Yeah, and I the thing that's weird. Oh, excuse me. The thing that's weird about it too is that. Sorry, my brain totally just fried on me for a second. Um, oh, they they can't keep up with these new quote unquote like variants coming out. Yeah. So there there's been plenty of reports where people are saying, oh, there's this new variant out but the vaccine for that variant won't be out until it's probably too late and we're already dealing with the next one. Yeah, and it's no. it's just like, uh, what are we doing then? And it's kind of like you said, like I've had it once that I'm, that I, I think I've never been tested. Um, I, I'm ho- ho- hoping to like travel a little bit more in the next couple of years. So I'm probably going to have to start doing it. Um, but I, I've never been, I don't know if what I had over last Christmas was Rona or not. Uh, I don't really care. Um, I have been contact traced a couple times since I started my new job. Uh, haven't gotten it. Um, so it's just one of those situations where it's like, dude, what what's going on? Like, I, I, I've never felt so like disconnected on a topic from people than this. Yeah, they're really trying to bring it back to with BA five the ninja variant i think probably because of the midterms for the democrats yeah they're pushing seem like they're gonna get oh yeah they're worried they're worried this is like this is their hope i think that yeah this is their hell mary and i think people are just like no uh -uh. 
Yeah, for the most part. I I, I hope that's true. Um, Except for in California and New York and, mm-hmm. you know, freaking Washington. Hopefully that is true all the way around, but we'll see. You never know, right? Yeah, I just... I don't I, put much, much hope in it. I really hope that a lot of the people who, like, you know, obviously it makes sense that California and New York, New York would try to bring back the mask mandates for, like, inside dining and all that because they're idiots and they're clearly yes. not paying attention to anything else that's going on in the world. Um, and the fact that the, the masks, are, they, they don't work. They haven't worked ever. It's like you have all, most of the people now who seem to be getting COVID again are people who mask regularly and people who have at least gotten one booster. And Got that back. it seems to be because their immune systems are worse. Yep. That- and it's funny. There was a clip today. I should have played it. That was from years ago, way before, way before COVID, where Dr. Fauci was asked about getting the flu vaccine um, from a lady who had already had the flu. And he's like, are you kidding? Like, if you already had the flu, you don't need to get the vaccine because that's the best. That's more efficient than the vaccine is. And it's funny because to my understanding, what I've understood up until COVID was that you couldn't get a coronavirus vaccine because there's no such thing. Because uh, I can't remember all the particular details, but from listening to a few uh, virologists and immunologists and stuff like that was that, you know, they're all constantly changing. There's just it's a cold. There's no vaccine for a cold for whatever freaking reasons there yeah, are well, but now it adapts. All of a sudden- it, it's like we've, we've talked about in the past so it adapts to its environment mm-hmm. so you're not ever it's it's not like I, okay and I, again yeah we're not experts in this field but in my mind clearly yeah clearly her, we're not experts um but you have something like cancer cancer is like very specific right yes you would think and depending on how conspiratorial you want to get about it that we would have had some sort of um, ability to fight cancer better at this point than we already do because yeah. nothing about it has really changed it, it's very specific in the way that it does things um, but when you have something like a cold or you have something like corona um, it's changing and adapting to survive that's what it wants to do mm-hmm. so it it generally becomes like viruses things like that they generally become weaker over time uh, because they are trying to survive now they're more spreadable Mm-hmm. Just like the common cold was always like more sp- like was easy to spread, um, even stuff like flu, whatever the case may be. Right. Um, but it also means that you're you're way less likely to die of something die like that. Um, so, yeah. un- unlike um, man, I, I uh, oh shoot, Tuber- like something like tuberculosis, right? Yeah. Where way back in the day it was like a death sentence, and now there are medicines, and I don't know if there's actually a va- I don't is there a vaccine for for tuberculosis? I have no idea. I have no. I don't. I don't know. But it's it's not a problem anymore because if for what whatever Peter reason, McCullough? huh? So what am I, Peter McCullough? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. But yeah, I, I, it's just really interesting that they are pushed. They still there's a lot of places that are still like companies that are pushing for this stuff. I mean, they've. They've literally changed the definition of what a vaccine is in the last couple of years to try to fit this narrative. Um, Because we all, you know, a couple of years ago, everyone was pretty much on the same page that a vaccine cured whatever it was being vaccinated for. Like, you get get vaccinated for hep B now. Yeah. Right? It it is hep B, isn't it? When you... Yeah. Pre... 
yeah. pre-2015, the definition was injection of a killed or weakened infectious organism in order to prevent the disease. Between 2015 and 2021, it was the act of introducing a vaccine into the body to produce so, immunity to a specific disease. And now... So that's the difference between of, a disease and a virus, right? Yeah, Would that, but it changed again in September 2021 to the act of introducing a vaccine into the body to produce protection from a specific disease. So, yeah. Okay. They, <laughs> it changed from... It went from, <laughs> uh, you know, you, you inject a, a killed or weakened, and, you know, infectious organism to prevent the disease. Right. To, you know, you introduce the, you know, a vaccine into the body, producing immunity to a specific disease to introducing the vaccine to produce protection, protection. Right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, now it's no longer immunity. Now it's protection. So. Yeah. So, yeah. Clowns. I wouldn't trust any of them. <laughs> Personally, listen to your personal doctor, but also do your own research as well. Make sure you're, it's one thing I've known going through all the crap that we've been through medically is you have to be your biggest advocate and really know your stuff. Yeah. Well, and, and that's the thing. Regardless like, of what specialist you're seeing and stuff like that too, regardless of what it is. I, yeah, the, I would uh, very much love if it, it got back to this place where, you know, pharmaceutical companies and these, uh, big hospitals didn't own the doctors. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? They're, they, it seems that they kind of are all on the same page in the same way like the, the corporate press is. Mm-hmm. And I, I really do hope that at some point we're going to see a resurgence of um, local doctors, people who you, you know, you're going to, like your family doctor that you're going to that's um, helping you with these things rather than being like, well, you need to like pump your your kids full of these drugs for whatever yep. reason. That's why I like my primary care is because he is a uh, um, he's holistic. So he has a, he has his MD, but he very much steers away as much as possible from pharmaceuticals. Yeah. And I enjoy that as part. And, you know, that's the thing, man, is it's like it's not as if some of that stuff was done correctly. That they couldn't come up with ways to help people. Yeah. It, the, the biggest problem now is, is that we people use. And this is something else that I think Corona did to people is that they use the hospital as like a cure all now. Mm, yep. And they do, especially the emergency room. There's yeah. And there's a lot that not everything, obviously, and people have pre-existing conditions. Good Lord. Um, but you, there's a lot that you can solve by eating pretty well, exercising regularly. Yeah, it's prevention. Right. Um, now, obviously, again, like I said, you can't, it's not going to help if, if you were, if you were born with specific pre-existing conditions, like those things aren't really going to, to, to be the thing that helps you, but they can still. Um, and, and there are certain things you can do diet, like with your diet that can help with that stuff too. But we, it's like we were talking about last week, last week with like the SSRIs, like everyone's like, I'm a little upset, so I'm going to go on, uh, antidepressants. Yeah. And it's like, I don't know if every, that's really what everybody needs to be doing. Um, but then when, when you're kind of like, you know, me, when I go to the gym, I, I, I tend to a lot of those like, uh, problems that I have where if I'm having like a bad day or I'm feeling kind of down, like that stuff tends to go away. Yep. It tends, it tends to completely change my mood, but I get told, no, 
that's not med- that's not like medically accurate or whatever. It's like if you if you suffer from any like signs of depression or whatever, you need to see a doctor so they can put you on meds. Like that yeah. that seems to be the the mainstream logic when it comes to a lot of this stuff. And again, sometimes people need that kind of stuff, but I don't yeah. think it's as widespread as everyone would have you believe it is. Right. Go to the gym. <laughs> yeah, and eat better. That's a good start. And yeah. then you know. You know, there's medicine is there for a reason. Just make sure it's not used as a crutch in your life is what I would say. Right. Make sure you're doing other things. Always try and, you know, combine the best parts of Western and Eastern medicine. Right. And get rid of the worst parts of it. And I think, you know, there's a point to sometimes, you know, some medicines use more short term and other medicines use long term. Uh, But I think, you know, you can't. I think it's unhealthy to to have in your mind when it comes to depression, hey, this medicine is going to help me no longer be depressed. Yeah. I think that's an incorrect well, thought. I think a better thought to have is, hey, this medicine is going to help me so I can better focus on my mental health and do other things and other steps to help get me in a, in a better spot. You know what I mean? Yeah, some people are in a really bad place and they need to be able to – have mm-hmm. something help them through that. It, it's yeah, not like exactly. you're, I, I just, what I tend to see happen is like, I think even in the worst situation I've ever been in with, I, I you could call it depression. I don't really know anything else, but it's like at, at a very like low point for me, um, I, it still wasn't a situation where I was like, well, I need to go on antidepressants. It was more like, okay, something needs to change about, um, either like where I'm living or what's going on or I need to figure out, like maybe I need to talk to somebody. Mm-hmm. Um, but this idea of just like going on drugs or trying, you know, I even heard something on like TikTok I think yesterday. Someone was talking about like, oh, we have this new drug that's supposed to help with weight loss. And I'm like, oh, great. Yeah. They're like, oh, it's like revolutionary. And, and I'm, I'm like, yeah, all right. There's typically no easy fix to things. And I think no. like even, you know, when someone needs immediate help, like – you know, uh, with, with mental health issues. And obviously we're not doctors, consult your doctor, but you know, but a lot of this is medicine is good. Yeah. You know, it's medicine is good in that instance to help you to be able to get in a place to be able to, you know, do other things to help you because you may not be even in the place to want to do things to help you. You know what I mean? Right. And so that's where it can step in to at least provide that ease for you that, you know, it can put you in a place where you're more, more functional yeah. and you know uh, there are plenty of people who do need medicine long long term i think there are a lot of people who don't and just rely on it and yeah. use it rather than doing other things as well well yeah even even the that's why it i just don't think it should be something that you do first because like you were saying a lot of people will do that and then they will rely on that and use that as a crutch and then it's some it's like a comfort blanket it's something they don't want to give up because they don't want to have to go back to attempting to do it themselves yeah, changing their life. Like, for example, if you're only eating, if you're depressed and let's say you're only eating fast food every single day, right? Really unhealthy food. Let's just say that. And then you lose a family member, you lose someone really close and you're legitimately depressed. Okay. Well then, yeah, maybe, it, you know, if before that point you're only using your depression medicine and you're not changing anything about your life. Then, yeah, maybe, you know, continue on your medication. If you got to up it, you got to up it, but then start, you know, eventually looking, Hey, how can I get happiness in my life? Right. That's, you know, what it's about. What little things can I do to bring that? And, hey, you know, taking one step, one baby step to be like, hey, you know what? This medicine is good. It's great, but it's not going to be the end all be all. 
So maybe if I cut out some of the junk food and I start exercising more, if I start being, you know, more social, doing different things, maybe that will help. You know what I mean? It's all a tricky ball game. There's no one size fits all for each person. Yeah, exactly. Um, And that's the problem. Again, it just circles back around to what we were originally saying is that uh, doctors just seem to be doing the easiest thing to get you in and out. And a lot of time Mm -hmm. that's like, well, here are these antidepressants or here is this. This will help you cope. Um, rather than having, uh, and I, I guess it comes back to something that we talk about a lot, where it's like it's collectivism versus the individual. Yes. Where if your doctors, whether or your pastors or whoever is kind of in this like authoritative position, uh, if they're not seeing you as an individual, they probably don't have your best interest in, in mind. Yep. Um, Speaking of pastors, that's a good segue. Oh, hey, can we save? Topic. Can we save this for next week? Because we're. Oh already, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We can save it for next week. Yeah, That'd it's good. It's good, and I definitely I want to talk about it. But let's save it for next week. Maybe we can open yeah, with it. Yeah, let's um, do it. Is that? Oh yeah, you've already moved it. Great. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, where'd it go? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I did want to play this one last clip because I thought this was funny, and I do tend to prefer to go out on a uh, a high note. Ha <laughs> hey. ha! That's a pun. Didn't mean to do that. It's so funny. I, I hate puns and I'm terrible at them, uh, but occasionally it happens and I never mean for it to. Oh, so. I'm glad you found this. I forgot about this. Yep. All right. So here, here's the clip. Biden with this insane new move. No flipping way. Thanks for watching Next News Network. I'm, I'm Ivory me. Hecker filling in from my YouTube. Search Ivory Hecker on YouTube. Before I get to this report, if you're new here, hit oh the red my button. Gosh. Original gangster. Just look how Snoop Dogg pranked old Joe. NextNewsNetwork.com reports one of America's original gangster rappers, Snoop Dogg, has come up with a hilarious new way to mock President Joe Biden's general ineptitude. Snoop Dogg, whose real name is Calvin Brodus Jr., unveiled a new strain of cannabis named Sleepy Joe OG after the nickname that former President Trump gave to Biden during the 2020 election, Sleepy Joe. The packaging for the strain shows a confused looking picture of Joe Biden stylized after the famous Obama 2008 election poster. Next to his head, however, are Russian, Ukrainian and Chinese flags and the sentence, you won't even remember what what country you're in, plastered next to it. Wow. At the bottom of the package, as one final dig at Joe Biden's well-documented gaffes and general confusion, it says, quote, where am I? Um, Forgive her awful reporting, uh, but it is hilarious that... Yeah. That is funny. That was... I I couldn't find any really good... This is a a problem. I wonder Um, if she's new. I don't know. She's like, you know, I, I, I didn't even realize she did the thing where she's like, follow my YouTube. It's like, okay, lady, please just get to the story. <laughs> There's a reason yeah. that I like we, you know, we do our, our upfront thing for, for this show or whatever. But if you ever watch our YouTube, like we, I just don't put anything like that in there. Um, because from what I've noticed and it seems to be the case, most people just want you to get straight to it. Yeah. It's like, if you're going to most do- people at this point know to, if they want to subscribe, like subscribe, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, like we'll do it at the beginning, and then boom, get into it. The main thing I was noticing is she came across as you know fairly new into it. That's cool. But the main thing I was gonna say is her audio. 
very it's echoey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Audio is key, one man. Thing she can improve on. Yep. Um, but yeah, the next thing I was going to say is, by the way, if you do plan on getting medical marijuana, make sure you uh, get your all the firearms you want and ammunition along with uh-huh. your concealed weapons carry before you uh, get your medical marijuana card. I forgot Because you that. won't be able to get any. Yeah, because it's on the applications when you fill them out yep. to buy firearms. Yeah, and of course it's like, it's just another of those things that stops people from their, oh man, I'm sounding like a Republican saying this, but it stops from their constitutional rights, you know, to be yeah. able to defend themselves. It's like, oh, well, I'm, I'm getting this to, you know, treat anxiety or treat whatever. It's like, well, well you can't defend yourself now. Yeah, it's ridiculous, like, right? Okay. Um, yeah, I have I have a lot of issues with this stuff. I mean, I, I even have somewhat of a problem with it when it when it comes to like going to have a beer with people. It's like mm. I what I it, it makes no sense to me that the law it, like where we're at right now, like why the law isn't the same as if you were drunk driving. Mm. So if like you have one on you and someone breathalyzes you and you're under like the legal limit. Uh, for driving a car, like what? There's really, like in my mind, there's no difference. Yeah, and it's like you're either gonna get in your car, and you're, and in my, I really, it, like I would say, and it obviously this depends on the person's like kind of disposition or whatever. Uh, you're probably more likely to kill someone in a drunk driving accident than having um being like a little bit over the legal limit and and accidentally shooting someone. Uh, yeah. And most people I know who are going to be concealed carrying, and if they decide to like have a beer with their friends or whatever, they're going to be hyper aware of this anyway. Mm-hmm. Now it's not everybody, and that's unfortunate that people can't you know take responsibility. Um, but yeah, I just I've always found that a little bit odd. It's just like, well, this in this situation, you know, if if you if you're only at this limit, like you're totally fine. In this situation, it's if you get caught, you're done for. Yeah. It just it doesn't make any sense. It's odd. Um, yeah, and nobody want. I mean, I would love to see a politician at the very least want to come in. This is one of the reasons why I love the Libertarians so much, and why I love what they're doing on the local level with the Mises the Mises Caucus, is that they're they're trying to roll back a lot of these insane laws in states. Yeah, their their big focus is states' rights, and. Um, giving power back to the people rather than worrying as much about the presidency. Because as we've seen with a lot of the stuff that's been going on recently, the states are starting to come back into play a lot more, and I just think that's for the better. Even if a lot of people don't understand that and they think that their constitutional rights are being taken away because of the Roe decision. Um, Mm. Yeah. Anyway, Joseph, is there anything else you want to add before we close this episode out? Have a great week, people. And until Thursday, y'all take it easy. Politics ruins everything. Being patient with them, I try to. But you got room temperature IQ. Expecting a lecture from these idiot guys who got opinions not worth it's what's under my shoe. Y'all tripping on truth when we call it out. Cause y'all people as goofy as I'll get out. If y'all with them and not with you, I'd sit out. Cause every rapper's on the list now, mad at a pitch count. Throwing heaters like my soul's beat up. No people focus on hoaxes in the shows he book. And I'm hoping to open doors and I got foes and such. But I know that I'll be opposing to the goal. I must start attacking. Ain't lacking my brains lashed in. Same way that I game is the same way of the backhand. All the pain that I bring up is like the bang to the Batman. I'm back cracking. Whack trends claiming they rap fans and backtracking. Give a crap about the what's his face. Only thing you out rapping.
Heaven is a sandwich at Subway And y'all just so happen to welcome beef on my lunch plate And you are a disaster and this can only go one way And you steady flashing guns in your music vids And I know you do it for the fun but what you doing is Abusing every rule of course you can use it quick You're showing the world you don't know what you are doing kid. Spending my energy debating enemies that tend to be idiots, really inept politically, that don't have the depth or wit of me. Oh well, it'll be co-chance in hell, so riddle me this. How am I supposed to take you serious when all of your positions are socially expedient? Thinking you a rebel, but at most you obedient. Opposing opinions make folks be belligerent. A cult and religious, so you know what's on CNN and vote what you told by the folks that gotta send this message. Oh, you a hypocrite, and I'm in awe because the diversity you advocate is not in thought. You get away with Cause you placed in a freaking chamber With echoes ringing Surrounded by a bunch of brainless Your aim is yet all the same shame Cause you ain't slick Afraid to relate other things Cause you nameless Tamed and weak and pathetic You epitomized Politic ties Cause you scared to be criticized Ancient trick You ain't say this You afraid to unplug from the matrix Basic Why would you waste your time